When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sklarbro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. two flannels, two mammals. Okay, a.k.a. with a jetpack and baby Ponyo joining in, it's time for this epic adventures of Randalorian. Hey. Or Pondolorian. Pandolorian. That was from our good our good friend, uh, Huddletron, a.k.a. Huddlestein. I want to visit him in New Zealand. I do, this too. this is all over, my Old man. Old Zealand, New Zealand. Hey, I, I look forward to that. And we'll talk about that in an upcoming show, just about the notion of travel. travel and what that means in the future and just how that, to me, feels like when we'll be all the way back. But... I hope no one traveled over, uh, none of you traveled over Thanksgiving. I hope you kept it low. You kept it mellow. Yep. You had a Thanksgiving with your immediate family. You watched the Kennel Club dog show. You watched the watched parade. I watched Macy's Day Parade. So did I. We watched Macy's Day. That's, we watched Macy's Day Parade. Macy's Day Parade. We watched the Kennel Lions Club football. dog show. Watched the Lions lose. And then later at night, after Thanksgiving's over and we've cleaned everything up, we watch uh, the Great Pumpkin and the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. Phenomenal. By the way, great point. They're two of the most brilliant half hours of TV ever written. Like, great pumpkin. Brilliant. The idea that this girl, Charlie Brown's sister's first Halloween, where she was going to go trick or treating, she didn't even know what it was, was wasted because she liked Linus and was hanging out in the pumpkin patch with him. He of ultimate faith of almost blind faith in a sure. certain way, believing Fair. in things he believed in. Guy, he believes in all that stuff. Right. And he blew her first Thanksgiving, or excuse me, her first, first Halloween. Halloween because she believed in him and then she gave it to him. It was so good. She lets him have it. It was so good. All right, so uh, before we get into the show, yes. we have to mention tomorrow, we're doing a very cool thing, or today. Sorry. Today, as this drops, as this drops on drops. Tuesday, the first, we're doing at noon West Coast time. So noon Pacific. Noon Pacific time, three o'clock Eastern time. We're doing this thing. 
Uh, it's with a new. It's it's going to be so much fun. We're doing a live kind of dumb people town conversation. Conversation. It's a conversation between us and Daniel Van Kirk, and you guys can leave voicemails that will play audio like messages that we then respond to within the show in like real time. It's super interactive. It's called. You got to download the app. It's free. It's, it's called Stereo. Stereo is the app. And look us up. Look up uh, Randy, Jason, and Daniel, and uh, and follow us. And then we'll let you know. It'll let you know that there's a live Dumb People Town happening at noon tomorrow. We'll West throw Coast up a time. link. It's, so today, it's actually today, noon today, today uh, Tuesday, the 1st of December. We're so excited. The more people we get to listen and participate, the better it is for and us. And the more we get to do these things, it's going to be different than the live Dumb People Town and different than a regular Dumb People Town. It's going to be more of a conversation. And it's just going to be super fun. It's going to be like hanging out. Again, Stereo is the free app that you can get on your phone and you can listen to it and listen to our conversations. And other great people are on there too. Jeff Ross is on there. Yeah. Brian Moses is on it's there. It's almost like live podcasting kind of going on all the time. And, yeah, it's and almost like a radio of channel, podcast. We right. jokingly say, turn the dial to us, and you can do that with stereo. It's so cool. So check that out. Today at, at noon. Today, December 1st at noon. All right, should we jump into this? Okay, yeah. At this point, and I thought about this a lot, Rand, if you refuse to wear a mask with COVID peaking, yeah. hardcore peaking, and yes, I know we've got vaccines on the horizon, and yes, I know it's the not- future is rosy but right now in this moment if you refuse to wear a mask in north america one of two things should be happen should happen to you number one you should get fined yep number two you should get covid i think you should be fined five thousand dollars does that sound crazy no people would wear masks if you got fined five thousand dollars so what's a speeding what's a no seatbelt ticket 300 yeah 400 that that's a pretty good deterrent yeah people put their seatbelts on and nobody then, says, nobody clips their seatbelt in and says, my human rights are being violated. So here's what I say. I think you should get COVID, and then the person you harassed who asked you to put on a mask should get to take your hospital bed. It should just be to between rest, even you. if they don't need it. That's right. Just like, I'm kind of tired. Just lay lay down, down for a night. Give her an IV bag. And of course, look, it's, it's one thing to be an asshole to someone who's telling you to put the mask on. It's one person, if it's someone who owns the place, is kind of being a dick to you and being condescending. But if you're going to be an asshole to just the person who's telling telling you that just the messenger of the rule of the store that they work for, they're not demanding it from you. They're just saying, look, this is the rule of the store, this store policy. You got to put a mask on if you're coming in the store. I have to do what they do. Look, restaurants. Do you remember in restaurants, Rand, when like really, really nice restaurants, and we didn't eat at a bunch of these, but maybe once or twice in our lives when we were younger, if we went to a restaurant like Tony's in yeah. St. Louis, yep. if you weren't wearing a sport coat, they would give you a sport A jacket. Coat. You guys are supposed to wear a jacket in this Why? restaurant. Why? They go into a closet, you put on a jacket. No one was like punching people because they were told they had to wear a jacket no. in Tony's. But by the way, I bet today they would punch someone and be like, I can spend my, I can wear flip-flops in Tony's. Like, they don't realize that the business dictates. If you don't like this rule, don't eat here. Right. Don't shop and here if you don't like the rule. But the goal behind the rule of the jacket, which I don't even necessarily agree or don't agree, is they want to create a nice atmosphere. That's right. They want people to come to this place on special occasions and not look over and see some jackass in a tank top. That's right. They want to see people out on a special night on the town, and they want to curate that vision of the place. That's it. And if by you the way, come eat here. You that's gotta, the rules. You gotta be dressed nice. It's not. That's it's right. not totalitarianism. It's not people coming and trying to tell you how to run their lives. It's just like that's the ambiance we want. Imagine create. if that happened today. People get spit on, punched in the face, and then they yelled at, and then they'd have to take it. That's right. Like the poor person in this story. Let's get into the most violent anti-masking 
situation we've since seen since Valerie Plame. And here's here's what's crazy, right, Rand? It happened yeah. in Canada. Oh yeah. Oh, it happened in oh, Canada. Oh, hey, John, did you hear about Brandon? Brandon so Brandon beat up a Walmart greeter. He beat up an employee just, just for pounded to, on just his face. Just for asking him to put a mask on. He's it was horrible, horrible John. Dorr. It was awful. Beat him in the middle of the store in he's front of so, other people. Get on top of him, John Dor, like it was a hockey fight. And he beat him down. Oh, he's playing peewee hockey now too, John. Hockey, did I say that? Doing playing, some floor checking. Yeah, and floor checking. Floor Floor checking and floor checking. He oh, plays floor, floor hockey, hockey too. He's in a floor and hockey he league. He beat the crap out of this oh, guy right man. in the middle he, of a he, Walmart. He put some zingers on him in during moose hunting season uh, he, too. And you know what? He only had his elk elk, elk license. license. So it's not lost on us, by the way, that this happened in Canada. Which I'm going to say proves that Canada has ass hats too. That's right. That's right. Also, and this might be it. We we touched on this when we were. It's just hockey around. culture. Is hockey culture? Like, well, I think there are less fights in hockey nowadays. It's being more restricted. So it's going to come out somewhere else. But fighting is still allowed in hockey a little it bit. It is. It's still allowed. It's like still if two sport. guys drop gloves, yeah. it, this is the only sport in all the professional sports. If two guys start, drop the gloves and square off, you just let them a, fight. Let them fight it Let them fight until they get to the ground. Yep. And then we can go in and break it up. Like the rules of fighting, I guess, in the real world. But it is kind of interesting that that's part of the culture in Canada. And I'm, I've always, Randy and I have always said, Canada's like, America in the 1970s or a hockey game. It's a lot of rush being played. A lot of white. A lot of white dudes people. fighting each other. Mm -hmm. It's like a Just time Just a lot warp. of white in general. That's Canada. It's a time warp All sport. Canada. Oh, but maybe fighting is part of the game and maybe that's part of Canadian Fights culture. illegal. Or that's maybe this person in the story is just a supreme asshole. I I'm, think he is. Let's dig into I'm it I'm open right to that. Okay. All right. 30-year-old man has been arrested for assault and mischief. It definitely wasn't mischievous. It's not fun. It was evil. Mischief is fun. Mischief that is like a witch. After allegedly assaulting an employee at a Walmart, a goblin in allegedly assaulting a an employee at a Walmart. No, no, you were in. You assaulted him. There's video footage of you assaulting this employee. Well, I there's guess no there's a question as to whether this was the actual video of what happened, but it is kind of bizarre. And here's where this is. I kind of love this in British Columbia. It's in Dawson's Creek. There you go. And by the way, it's on camera. Was the beak there? That's what I want to know. If anything happens in Dawson's Beak Street, alert! I wonder if James Vanderby gets, gets a little alert, alert on, on his, his phone. Yeah, it's like an amber alert, but it's right? a beak alert. A little beak alert. That's right. I met him at the Dodgers. Tweak the beak. I met Vanderbeek at a Dodgers game. The beak. And I, he was really nice. Of course he was. He threw out the first pitch. And I was up in the like this box, the uh -huh. MLB box. Yeah. And it was right when Kaepernick was doing his thing, yeah. beginning of that. Yeah. And I knelt during the national anthem and held up a, a black fist, power fist yeah. and he thought that was the funniest thing ever like could not stop should have been kneeling with you should have yeah. been kneeling with you Made it's not laugh. funny it's a real statement made him laugh in a skybox okay. uh so the rcmp was called to the store around 8 p.m royal canadian mounted police do they ride their horses into the nope, store? they ride on moose they ride, they ride on, on moose brandon punched the moose he's getting so big <laughs> Brandon got in a fight with a 1,200-pound oh, moose, he and he punched the moose right in, the in front of its snow. babies. It was yeah, a mom. Yeah, All right. yeah. After reports of a customer assaulting an employee who asked him to wear a face mask, which is both store policy and, and the provincial order of that's British That's the Columbia. truth. You've got to do it, dumbass. So this guy didn't antagonize the customer. He just asked him to wear a mask. And it's not his idea to do it. Or He's, even his store. He doesn't own Walmart. This isn't Dave Walmart. This is a British Columbia mandate that they have to do it. So you're taking it out on this poor guy because he's telling you what he's supposed to and do. And it's to protect that guy too. Like that's the crazy thing. It's, it's, protect, to, it's to help, yeah, keep other him people safe. and this guy. How, how dumb can you be? Seriously, that's like that's like punching someone for asking you to lower the bar on the roller coaster before you go up mm -hmm. to the thing. Like, 
really? You, like this person's like, hey, you might want to put this down, and you instead punch, punch him that and person. spit in his face. Like we can't let the roller coaster go until you put it down, and they just throw a fit. And by the way, it's, it's not like this employee, like we said, is like taking a sip of Tim Hortons coffee. Oh, yeah. He had a big old glass of and Tim Hortons. And looking around the store being like, who do I want to mess with out here? Who this do guy I here? This Let's fat give guy him a tough here. time. Let's give him a tough this, time right here. This fat, white, angry dude. Yeah, yep. Let's see. And and maybe maybe this is the moment, the tipping point, where Walmart can say, hey, we don't need greeters anymore. That's right. Do we? What is the greeters point at Walmart the, anymore? It was another job. To me, it felt like communist Russia in a... In the way of like, to me, it's where old people went to go do things if they could just do, hey, I like talking to people. Good. You go talk to people, but no one needs to know where things are in a store necessarily. No one needs to be greeted. Like, no, the greeter doesn't tell you where anything is. They just say, hi, hi, you need a cart? But they're right here. But when someone addresses you and you're walking into a place and you don't know them, doesn't it throw you off a little bit? It's jarring. On some level, like, like, whoa, what? Hey, why are you you entering my headspace? It's a little bit jarring. And, and, if they're the ones that have to tell you to wear a mask, and I don't know if this guy was the greeter, but this might be a moment for for them to reevaluate whether so they we don't need, need greeters. We don't need them at this point. Uh, and you don't want to take people's greeting jobs away, but maybe we can put them in another area. Well, it's like maybe she can. Maybe I'll tell you where you need a greeter. I'll tell you where you need a greeter. Customer service. Yes. Hey, welcome to customer service. How are you doing How today? How are you doing today? Can I talk to you a little bit while you're the, Why are you waiting? okay? Uh, tell me what, what's, what's wrong going on. I'm going to sort of you. help you. Like a greeter there. You put them in the front of the store. It's like putting someone in red in the middle of a bull ring. Don't need it. After reviewing surveillance footage, RM, RCMP identified the suspect and arrested him at his home. Yeah. They went uh, to visit. All right. There's some horses out in the front. You better, you better come out you better or, come or out. start running out the back because those things can gallop. He has since been released and is expected to appear in oh, court. Oh, so it's a catch and release, huh? What? So why in the world would he be released? That's yeah, what I want to know. He should be in jail, sitting in jail. Just rotting. Just waiting to get that It's sentence. on the tape. He should get COVID. Yep. He should lose his job. Should become a social pariah. I'm okay yes. with that. yes. A video claiming to show. I don't know why they keep saying it's claiming. Because is it? Is this not the video? This, this is, is a video time. of someone beating, beating down up another someone person. Someone looks looks like an employee claiming to show the altercation, in which a man repeatedly punches someone he's sitting on, was posted to of all places Facebook. Of course, Facebook. So is the video of the altercation or is it of another altercation How at many altercations are happening at Walmart? The video has since been removed from public viewing. Like. Like the employee, it was probably getting too many hits. Yeah. Folks. There you go. The involved victim received minor injuries, not requiring immediate medical attention. Well, that's good. Thank God. I'm happy to hear that. Maybe that's why it was mischief. Um, Look, if I got beat in a store on a video. I'm going to start to develop some secondary injuries. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to start to develop symptoms. a lot of symptoms. I'm going to lawyer up and I'm going to say, right. what can I develop? I'm, what can we develop over here? I'm gonna say you you know those uh you know those fishing pants that we got over there? You know the thing I like the most about those fishing pants that we sell over What's there? What's that? Deep pockets. Deep pockets. Just like Walmart. Woo! Lawyer up. We're gonna lawyer, lawyer up. up. We're gonna take on Walmart. We're gonna take on this dude. Mm-hmm. Uh time to make that bitch pay for his anger. That's and the right. store that made you say that. That's right. And the RCMP, they have a responsibility to enforce BC's mandate. They, they do. do. So they got to take it to this guy. Indi- so individuals who refuse to wear a mask exhibit abusive or belligerent behavior or fail to comply with the patron conditions or requirements may be fined of an amount up to $230. Again, I don't think that's enough. Is that Canadian? What is yeah, that? That's $75? Like, no, no. It's like $200. But I, $109. Is that enough of a deterrent? I don't think so. $5,000 is what you said. I say five k. It To me... 
In Canada, if you beat up someone because they asked you to wear a mask, they should make you have to be a Maple Leafs fan for life. That's like you're rooting for a loser for the rest of your life. That's worse than a death sentence Oof. right there. Oof. The mandate that face coverings are now mandatory in all retail space in the province was announced by uh, provincial health officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, last Thursday. Yeah, there's a mandate. They have a mandate. It's legit. We should have a mandate. It's only going to happen for a few more months until there's a vaccine. And a vaccine that I'm assuming these dipshits won't will refuse to take, to take because they're believing in some because weird they think that Bill Gates is putting a tracker in the vaccine to find out <sighs> to to watch your every move. Why? What does Bill, Bill Gates need to do by watching your dumb life? Bill Gates doesn't want to waste time watching you punch Walmart employees. He doesn't give a shit about your meaningless life. Bill no. Gates could care less about you and your dumb life. In a statement to the CBC News, Walmart spokesperson said, "Person said the altercation was completely unacceptable and deeply troubling, like a lot of things at Walmart, like, like some of the irregular clothing." At Walmart, mm-hmm. like the fact that they're selling guns at Walmart mm-hmm. and other things. Yeah. Look, we know this behavior does not reflect our customers in Dawson's Creek, they said, and they will join us in condemning the assault. Really? That's not what Joey said to Pacey. Nope. I'm, I'm quoting Dawson's Creek. That's right. Now. That's right. Said, said, she said that to Pacey, and then she went out and married a short she said Scientologist. He, that's right. She said he was drunk and trying to fight people. Yeah, that's right. The Walmart altercation is not an isolated incident in the Providence. Uh, Providence, sorry. In the next story, oh, this next story. Last Friday, this story makes me so mad. But if that story made you mad, it's kind of like a little double, little like here's another here's, like, issue. If you in like, Canada. if you hated that, you're now gonna hate. If this you hated again. the people in this story, you're gonna really just hate these wait people. till you meet these Canadian idiots. Last Friday, an accountant for a hotel in Nelson, British Columbia, was spat on by an angry customer who refused to wear a mask. Yeah. spat on. I think spitting is it's so intimate and it's so shitty it's a like a grown the, man a grown man spat on a grown woman whom he did not know in public not in a fetish dungeon no and here's where the story takes a turn shortly after the manager said the woman who was spat on complained of chest pains turns out she had a massive heart attack and then collapsed well good the no the woman who, the woman who got spit on got yes, a heart attack oh yes. no that's bad the customer is facing an assault charge give him covid yeah watch him slowly die you deserve to die. Let's at least get let's get let's at least get a new vaccine out of this. Let's vaccine. harvest his blood for do something. Test good out all treatments guy. on him. Lawyer up. Bury this dude. Make this asshole broke and homeless. You don't spit on a woman. Fill his miserable mistake of an existence with total and utter regret. Being homeless in Canada is not cool. Not fun. That's a lot of months of Very cold. Very cold. It's like being a Maple Leafs fan. No hope. A lot of cold, a lot of despair, a lot of despair. You're just looking at a lot of nothing. Long winters is yep, what it is. That's long, exactly what it long is. Long winters. All right, let's take a break. Woo! When we come back, it is time. I know many of you this weekend maybe already started. Put it up your hot. Put up your holiday decorations, your trees, and your lights. We have a story about a guy who put up a really cool holiday decoration, and, and they got flack for it. No, got the worst flag, racist flag, and we'll get into it right after this. Set. Go. Set. Go. 
Hey, y'all, welcome back to the show. Want to remind people, uh, we'll see you tomorrow on stair or today on stereo. Today on stereo, we'll see you at noon uh, on uh, West Coast time. But on the 12th, we've got the Live Dumb People Town with our guests from the Dollop, Dave Anthony. And they've already put it out to their fans, so those tickets are going fast. Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds. If you're thinking about coming to the show, uh, we are sell- it is selling out, is what I'm saying. Mac Lethal. If you don't know Mac Lethal, go check that dude out. He on is the, YouTube. one of the fastest, funniest, best rappers on, on the he internet. He's going to do the His version of our theme song. Oh, I can't wait. Plus so, some other originals. He's so, so Mac funny. Lethal, he's amazing. And then uh, Dollop. And we've got posters that we'll sign that will uh, be for charity that you can buy if you want to do something good. So, this is your holiday Christmas party. Uh, you're going to have Safe. fun. I, look, I know that sort of COVID restrictions are going to keep people really close to home. We're going to give you a night out at home that's on uh, Saturday night the 12th at 6 30 west coast time 9 30 east coast time uh i think all the vips are sold out after sh- the show but there are still about 20 pre-show vips if yeah. you want to hang yep. in that again eventbrite.com look up live down people time get those tickets there uh our youtube page scarborough country we're putting up episodes of cheap seats we just put up bowling and bullfighting it is so, so funny so i love these shows go tool around on that subscribe to that page and then on facebook we're putting up uh videos with commentary on it scar brothers subscribe to that page we'd there love it all right okay all right. So we are in prime Christmas time right now. We are in is, sm- it, is it officially? It's officially acceptable, acceptable right now to put your Christmas in winter okay. and holiday decorations up. Now, Jay and I, we never had Christmas decorations as kids. We we knew Jews in St. Louis who did put up Christmas trees. But, but our, our dad, dad was like, no, we're not no, going to do no that. No way, no how. He used to call Santa Claus Santa putts. Which I think is funny. Kind of funny when you think about it. Like, it's hilarious that, like, here's this holiday that people really love. The most genial of all characters, Santa Claus. Who and our dad bring, was like, let's take him down a peg. Brings me children's toys. and, and Call them to Santa play with. putts. Call, call them putts. putts. Up that, on the rooftop. <laughs> click, click, click. Down in the gutter with old St. Nick. Funny he Dick Sklar. He may not have even written that song. Funny Dick Sklar being us. funny. Uh, we never had it. Then I wound up and married a woman uh, who was Jewish, but her family celebrated Christmas. Her grandfather worked for IBM in the 50s. IBM in the 50s, I don't know if you know this, slightly more anti-Semitic than the Nazi party. Okay. And specifically, he worked with the Vatican to help develop a computer program in the 1950s to quickly decode the Dead Sea Scrolls. So he is a Jewish man working with the Vatican for IBM. He Pretending not, he wasn't Jewish. Could not tell anyone he was Jewish. So my wife's mother, who grew up in that household, had a Christmas tree, and they celebrated Christmas all the time. And they did. So that was her life, even though she was a Jew. And my, daughter was, and my wife was raised that way. She then really wanted to do some sort of holiday decorations. And so we have a holiday tree in our house mm-hmm. and we have reindeer on the front lawn. They're already up, but we made a compromise. We put a yarmulke on the reindeer. And you put a baby who's circumcised in well, the manger. Well, no, we, no, we did not do a circumcised baby in the manger, but we don't have a manger. It's just three. Right. It's three reindeer. And my oldest daughter, who is very funny, Daisy, gave them Jewish names. So the father is Goldberg. The mother is Latka. And she named the baby reindeer Schmeckel, which I don't have the heart to tell her that Schmeckel is Yiddish for penis. Penis, yeah. Which, I mean, maybe the kid's a dick. I don't know. But that's what it is. So that is, we have put it up. So I am cool with it. And I have to say... Having never grown up with it in our lives, and Jay doesn't do this, I kind of like it. I'm sorry. I like I, the music. I'll I, like the, I music. like the music. I like the holidays. I like the fact that people come together. There's a togetherness. I like giving gifts. I like getting gifts. So the commercial nature, secular nature of Christmas and kind of the holidays and whatnot, I think is fun. I actually like it, and I'm 
not ashamed to admit it. And my dad's probably rolling in his grave, but like, I'm not afraid to admit the fact that it's fun. And like, we made our inside of our house, like a winter wonderland. It's Mm -hmm. fun. It's, it's wintry. It smells like pine needles in there. It's great. I like it. Okay. So I'm okay with people doing this. I'm like a 64 year old woman at a miniature convention. I love all that shit. Okay. Sure. So that is how we did it. Schmeckle is up and the, and and that's what it is. But so this next story is about about someone someone putting, put something up that they thought was cool within the spirit, which by the way, we need to expand the spirit of what it is. This person tried to do that. Yeah. And then they caught heat for it. It was personal for them. As someone who put a yarmulke on a reindeer, I get what this guy's trying to do, make it personal for him, and therefore, and then he got heat for it, and let's get into it. Chris Kennedy, his Christmas display features a seven-foot black Santa that Mm. stands in his yard. I saw it. It's amazing. Amazing. Along with a Christmas tree and a large shining sign that simply reads joy. How can anyone get mad at that at all? Well, get ready, Jay. You ask that, I shall tell you. So he received nothing but compliments since he first moved into his North Little Rock, Arkansas neighborhood. There's your problem right there. Uh, yes. North Little Rock, mm. Arkansas. No. This is going to... I. It's They're a kind of racist down there. I know I'm surprising a lot of people, yeah, but like is. you're going to run into some racist people in Little Rock, Arkansas. They had, some people didn't take kindly to his interpretation of Santa is what you're trying to By tell By the way, me. who the hell knows what Santa looks like? No one's ever seen him. You've never seen him. Could be Asian. He could be Asian. We don't know. And that'd be great. Just before Thanksgiving this year, Kennedy received in the mail an anonymous racist note condemning the decorations in his yard. And I'm going to assume the letter was riddled with misspellings, punctuation errors. Handwritten. It definitely wasn't proofread at all. Racists don't proofread. Yeah, racists just write it once. They write Write it once, never check it. Cut once, measure zero times. They definitely don't try to punch up anything in their writing. They'll punch up at people right because they're swinging from down low right they but don't punch up their pros is what you're trying the to racists say. don't this is what the letter said hose before pros is there that's right you should not try this is what the letter said you should not try and deceive children into believing that i am a negro said the letter which was signed santa claus you being jealous of my race is no excuse for your dishonesty okay, okay. so this dumbass mm-hmm. tried to make the letter from santa claus yeah from Santa. What in the actual F? This is like a tooth fairy note. This is literally like I a tooth. got a racist tooth fairy note. These racists tried to write the letter from white Santa claiming that their family representation of Santa was wrong. And I mean, it's, it's born out of jealousy of the white Santa's race. It's like a combination of being laughable and then also horrifying. And insulting. Yeah. Like they thought a grown man would look at this letter, call his family together. Ooh, real to reveal, Santa, white real Santa. Real Santa wrote us, wrote and us said a letter. That the black Santa was pissing the real Santa off. We got to take him down. Yeah. We got to take him down. Kennedy read the note over a live stream on his Facebook account. And he said, I'm trying to be as nice as I can in this very moment because I'm actually filled with rage. The fact that he just said that. Oh, my God. That's more self-awareness that, than the dummy who wrote that. That's thing. right. And by the way, you should be pissed. That's right. Who the hell are these people to tell you what to do on your lawn? How is what is how is it they're his seven foot black Santa upsetting anybody? Think about it. Seven foot black Santa is essentially, think about it, Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Right? Who doesn't love Jolly, Who's, full of joy, brings make gifts kids to happy. people? Who doesn't love Shaq? Makes everybody feel he great. He makes everything around like Papa John's pizza was cratering, hemorrhaging. They're like, who's the only person we could bring on board to be a part owner to do it? Shaquille O'Neal. That's why everyone wants him to do a commercial. I, I can even general. Tol- I can tolerate those stupid general commercials because Shaquille O'Neal. Because he's funny. Seven foot black Santa, Shaquille O'Neal, right yeah. there. If you told me that Shaquille O'Neal was actually Santa Claus. I'd be like, 
I buy it. I believe that. I'd be like, great on LSU. He was amazing on. He won some titles with Orlando. If anything, Kennedy has the right to send letters to everyone else who has a white Santa saying you're wrong. Take yours down. They're wrong. Sincerely, Black Santa or Shaq Santa. Shaq Santa. Everyone looks like an elf to Shaq. Let's be honest about that. Yeah, this everyone, makes sense, guys. This does. Like, possibly he could be up in the North Pole making With toys, regular size people Regular size people, people but they feel like elves. Thank you. In this video, he also revealed an image of white Santa with two thumbs down and a label taped to the front of the envelope that resembled the Lakewood Property Owners Association LPOA logo. So they wrote it from Santa Claus's perspective, but sent it in a Lakewood Property Owners Association envelope. Maybe Santa has some of those envelopes. Maybe. When did Santa become a member of the Lakewood Property Owners Association? I have no idea, Jay. No clue. No clue. He's got a lot of free time to get knee-deep in fence heights I guess so. and mailbox widths and discussions about how a kayak needs to be quarantined for 14 days before he can drop into the lake because of all the bacteria on the bottom of that. Yeah, Santa loves getting into recycling discussions, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He's all about it. He likes that more than the naughty nice list, I'll tell you that. He does. The real th- Quote, the real thing that angered me was the fact that the person who wrote it suggested I move out east where I guess they feel all black people live. Move out east? Didn't know White Santa was such a racist. Not. I guess he is. So White Santa, who wrote this letter, apparently, if we're to believe that, let's let's buy into it. Said, I'm round up all the black people. Dreaming of a white Santa. Round up all the black people and send them back out east. Yeah, about east. Where they're from. Yeah. Hey, you made this letter from White Santa, so don't say that it came from you. This all gets attributed to White Santa right yeah. here. yeah. And you think the seven-foot black Santa is going to ruin Christmas for people? Your white Santa, your white racist Santa is... Talking about like uprooting families. That's right. Sending people back That's going to ruin a lot of people's... So the LPOA was like, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, you'd best not drag us into this thing. So what they they did is awesome. And that's why I love the story because it actually restores faith in people, okay? Let's hear it. Everybody involved, except for the people who wrote the White Santa letter. Yep. Okay. Had a Lakewood Property Owners Association Executive Director, Evan Blake, told CNN, yeah, this is the first time anyone ever in the Lakewood Property Owners Association didn't, in my opinion, this is the first time they didn't want to get involved in something. They'll stick their dumb nose in everything except this racist stuff. Blake said that he visited Kennedy and his family to condemn the letter. He also gave them a free membership to the LPOA as a gesture of of assurance that the Kennedys are very much a part of the North Little Rock community. This is what I like about the holidays. This is what I was saying before, that I feel like in this time— I'll attribute it to winter. It's not just Christmas. It's the holidays. It's the feeling of wanting to do something nice for your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Holiday spirit is the truest sense of the word. This is exactly yep, what this, this is. is. This Nothing is to do with religion, but I like. I, I have to say I like it. We've never had anyone attack anyone based on their race. Racism is nothing that we like to uh, we like to discriminate against racism, mm-hmm. and we will not stand for it. Way to take a stand against. I love it. So, and the community is rallying behind him in no better way. Uh, then spreading some Christmas time cheer in their own lawns because people are buying up black Santas everywhere and putting them in their own lawns. In this neighborhood. Yep. So black Boom. Santas all the way around. So now, if there yeah. is really a white Santa, you got to write letters to everybody. You got to write a I lot of letters. I love this too. Really uncomfortable letters. who wrote the racist letter. The LPOA is planning to display a black Santa on its office yep. as soon as it gets it in the mail. Good. Again, great call. Good. Get, get to letter writing racist white Santa. Although... Uh, this, although he's appreciative of it, of the black Santas everywhere, Kennedy said, I'd appreciate it if you guys donated to the Ronald McDonald House. So he wants to even pay what happened to him forward. I, I love, and pay I'm sure forward. people will do that too. I love this guy. Love he's paying forward. Keep smiling. 
keep God first. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And push forward is the message that Kennedy wants to share with everyone. And I love that. I know, I know Christopher Stackhouse, Dr. Reverend Christopher Stackhouse, he would love this guy too. And again, this is the spirit. Not the white racist letter writing Santa. Our dad would call the white racist letter writing Santa Santa, Santa Putts. There That's you go. Santa Putts. And that is a show. Guys, have a good one. Love it. It was a long one because it's been a while since we came back. We love you guys. Stay connected, stay protected. Don't get infected. Now is the time to wear your mask. This is not a hoax. But we've got the jokes. We'll, we'll see, see you at noon today on stereo. And then we'll see you on the 12th uh, for live dumb people time. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> La-dee-da, 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 da-da, in my car. Star Bands Audio, a podcast network.